This is Hope FM. Well, if you're a regular listener to Hope FM, you'll know that every month we've been working in partnership with the Community Action Network uh, to announce the community hero uh, who are going to be in the spotlight that that month. And uh, Emily's the one who does uh, all of the, the hard work behind this. She's the partnerships manager at the Community Action Network. And you're a busy bee most of the time then, Emma, aren't you? Yes, yes, we are. Yes, we um very, very busy at the moment. Well, can you believe that here we are on the last day of March, 31st of March, and we've been sort of in lockdown in one form or another for 12 months. And, of course, that, that has really put a lot of organisations into the spotlight, and many of them, of course, affiliated to the Community Action Network. Has, has it been a tough year for you all? Yeah, so, yeah, I can't believe it's it's been 12 months. It's just crazy. But, um, yeah, a lot of our members have had to kind of stand on their heads, really, over the last 12 months, looking at different ways to deliver services, to make sure the support's still there for their community, um, kind of changing up their services completely so that they're kind of just meeting the needs, the day-to-day needs of people. So um, the work that's been happening over the last year has just been phenomenal. It's amazing. But of course, on on the positive side, we've all been learning new skills. Not not to mention, uh, dare I say, that f- four little letter word Zoom uh, and uh, and the other platforms. Because obviously, there's an, there's numerous Microsoft Teams and so on. Uh, ha- have you become an expert in these things, Emma? Yes, I was literally saying the other day. I don't think I really even knew what Zoom was and. Teams kind of sat in the background on on Outlook, and we didn't really pay much attention to it. But now I feel like my every day, all day, every day, I sit I sit on one or the other of the platform. So yeah, yeah, well, very yeah. much so. The funny thing is, there's quite a lot of companies up and down the UK that are letting their staff still work from home because they've they've yeah. they've realised that it works, you know, and uh, and people actually can be more productive at home, you know, which is very interesting. So it'll be interesting to see how things progress as we as we move forward. Now, of course, uh, this month you have once again selected another Community Hero charity. Very difficult for you to make these choices, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, we, we want to make sure that it's as fair as possible. So we, we kind of pick a a theme for the month and send out a um, email to all of our members and um, ask anyone that's supporting um, that group of people or that community to kind of come come back to us and let us know and then as an organization and as a team we then take a look read about read their pictures and kind of make, vote for who we feel should be the community hero in the spotlight but it's it is so so difficult really difficult to kind of pick everyone's doing such amazing work so going forward, people need to affiliate to the Community Action Network and uh, and then when the theme is announced, then uh, shout from the rooftops, consider us. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So, so what was, uh, what was the, the theme for March then? Okay, so we wanted to recognise International Women's Day. So yes. um, it was International Women's Day back at the beginning of March, so the 9th of March. So we asked our members to kind of tell us if they are supporting girls, young women and, and women alike um, in the community. Are you still there? Yep. 
our our line was going to be a wee bit of a blimp. Yeah, so oh. so supporting supporting young ladies and and the charities yeah. supporting them and the uh, so which which uh, charity uh, was selected then? Yeah, so this this month we um, have chosen the Shine Project. Um, so this is an amazing charity that works with and supports teenage girls across BCP. So we, we we really just love how they, again, as I mentioned, adapted their services to meet the needs of um, the girls, but also to kind of make sure that everyone's kept nice and safe. So um, instead of, they were previously delivering in schools and they've had to kind of call out of schools and look at delivering across Zoom. And then they kind of went back into schools after the first lockdown and then at Christmas, they had to come back out onto Zoom. So now they're kind of looking at how they can um, reintegrate back into the schools nice and safely um, when we come out of this lockdown. But it's just the work that they're doing is just amazing, kind of improving the health and well-being of um, young girls and um, transforming their lives, really. Well, I'm looking forward to being joined by Anne Clarkson, uh, you know, a wee bit later on in the programme. And, and uh, Anne is the operations manager with the Shine Project. So she's going to tell me all about it. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Well, a big thank you once again to you. Now, you mentioned there about International uh, Women's Week. And uh, there was only one track I could I could play. Emma, have, have you heard of the lovely Helen Reddy? I don't know. Uh, what, no, I haven't. Yeah, well, she she was an amazing singer. She she's a she was an American. She just died uh, last year. But but as you know, there's been quite a strong, an ongoing fight for women's uh, rights, particularly on the political front in the United States. An ongoing thing. And she wrote a song which I'm going to play now, which I thought would be very appropriate. It's called "I Am Woman," and it it, it was adapted really by by women, particularly throughout the United States, uh, as they as they fight for equal rights and all of that. So I'll play that song uh, to you and look forward to next month and and obviously to a new charity being selected and maybe we should just say again that if if you're listening to the program this morning and you're you're not affiliated to the community action network well emma you tell them why they should affiliate to the organization it's free to affiliate isn't it yeah yeah so we we offer we're a membership-led organization that provides support guidance um and advice to um charities and voluntary groups and um community organizations um, and kind of we want to champion and celebrate and kind of, as you said, shout from the rafters about the work that um, our members are doing. So we, um, I, as Partnerships Manager, I'm always willing and want to hear about all the great work that's happening across the conurbation. Um, so please do get in touch. And um, our website is can100.org. Um, so please take a look at that and get in touch. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Well, we heard from Emma a wee bit earlier on that the project that has been selected to be the Community Hero project this month is the Shine Project. And I'm delighted uh, to welcome uh, Anne Clarkson, who is the uh, operations manager with the project. Good morning to you, Anne. Good morning. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, and many congratulations on being selected with a fabulous uh, Shine project. Now, tell us a wee bit about the project. How, how did it come to be? Uh, well, it started um, 13 years ago. Uh, a young woman was actually working 
um, on the Townsend estate doing some youth work there. And she saw um, a direct correlation to um, risky behaviours and um, teen pregnancy and low self-esteem. And so she started off by doing a self, creating a self-esteem course, um, which she got through Hillsong. And then slowly over the years, it's developed into being a, uh, a well-being course for teenage girls age 11 to 14, which goes across. Um, the majority of the BCP schools and then also a bit further afield as well and we work with other charities basically anyone that has um, a group of uh, young women we we will happily run the courses for them. I love your vision statement I'll, I'll just read it out so to see every young woman believe that she is valuable has skills and talents to offer understands her ability to make good choices and discovers the unique beauty in herself and others in, in, encumbered by society society's preconceptions i guess you know as we look back on the year that we've we've just been through that that must have been very devastating for many of the young women that that you're currently working with and making all the greater need for what you guys do yeah yeah i mean over, over the last year we've managed luckily to stay in contact with with a lot of lot of the girls that we're working with, um, we've um, run online courses uh, during the the first lockdown and the second lockdown, and um, we were able to run social distance courses through um, the autumn term. So that that has been really good. And yes, I mean they are telling us that you know anxiety has gone up. The the stop and start of school creates huge level of anxiety for someone that's already suffering from that, and we're seeing sort of a really high rate of depression and anxiety in people. I mean, um, on our annual report, we've got a statistic that says seven in 10 um, young women report um, experiencing um, anxiety or depression. Um, so so it, it is a major issue that need, needs to be addressed. And the schools are amazing. They have pastoral workers that are a huge support. But, you know, having that external person come in and talk to them, um, it gives them another opportunity. Um, we give them loads of coping mechanisms and support for them. You know, we signpost them as well to, to help them through this. But, yeah, lockdown has been tough on everyone. But, yes, on young people especially. They haven't had those... Um, relationships being able to build those relationships in in a way sort of uh, uh, with people that's you know that's another thing that's really really important when you're a teenager as well now you've, you've been working with with girls between the ages of of 11 and 14 and i know you have a, an eight-week course so if, if imagine i'm a young girl and coming along uh, what, what would i experience on day one and and indeed throughout the eight weeks Okay, so um, we we rock up on the first day, and um, if if we're in school, we're doing it socially distanced. Um, we have packages for them for each session. Um, so what we try and do is we have a, a part discussion, and then we um, do the activity to really embed what we've talked about to create engagement, to create um, you know build relationship between us and them and each other. So um, the discussion really vary it's anything to do with physical or mental health so for instance the first first one is um self-acceptance and self-care and we really encourage the self-care because it's you know it's a really good way of saying you know i'm i'm valuable i'm important i you know i am worth looking after um the we, we cover the flaws of media healthy relationships positive communication uh, we talk a lot on respect 
Uh, we cover bullying and um, managing social media, which is obviously a massive thing for these young people. Um, we cover healthy eating. We do talk about eating disorders, how to recognise them. Um, we also do benefits of exercise. We do an exercise class, um, which some of them love and some of them not so much. Uh, we do management of emotions. That's that's a tough one, you know. Because you know, it's either anxiety, anger, any of those strong emotions. How to manage them? How to accept that emotions are a healthy part of us, but we do need to at times control them. Um, and then we f- sort of finish it on um, identifying skills and talents, um, finding what's unique to them, and how that can work towards their dreams and aspirations for the future. This is Hope FM. Well, earlier on in the program. Uh, you'll have heard me talking uh, to Anne Clarkson, who's the operations manager with the Shine Project, and she uh, joins me again. Hi, hi, Anne. I don't know whether you had time for a cup of tea or coffee there whilst I was talking to <laughs> Keith Jones. <laughs> I did. I did. I managed to squeeze one in. Thank it's, you. It's a, bit, it's a bit manic, all this radio stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, we, we heard from you earlier on that you, you do this amazing eight-week course uh, for, for girls, and... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, it builds their confidence and uh, maybe I'll just uh, remind people actually of that vision statement because it's such a such good word so the, your vision statement is to see every young woman believe that she is valuable has skills and talents to offer understands her ability to make good choices and discovers the unique beauty in herself and others uh, unencumbered by society's uh, preconceptions now of course that vision statement is reflected and what comes out of your eight-week course? And can you tell us some stories about? I guess that some of the the, the young girls join you in in fear and trembling, particularly if that if they're at the younger age, because you you start at eleven, don't you? And then the the course is primarily eleven yeah, to fourteen yeah. year olds. But uh, but I, I guess there's quite a trans- transformation even in that eight-week period. It can be actually pretty amazing for some simple things like um, they come in and their their body language is very, very sort of curled in on themselves, their hair's in front of their face and, and, you know, over the weeks we see, we do see a transformation which is reflected actually in, in the feedback that we get from from teachers and youth workers that they, they're seeing a huge, huge difference um, in, in them in school as well, sort of their, their performance as well in school. They're, they're, they're willing to, to ask questions in class, which may seem quite small, but it's really big if you don't understand something and don't feel able to ask that question. So, you know, a huge, huge difference. And then we get feedback from the young people themselves that say things like, it's given me confidence to be proud of myself, it's um, made me feel comforted. It's given me that safe space to share my problems. It's boosted my confidence. It's helped my anxiety. You know, all those kind of things we get as sort of written feedback from, from the young people. The no. other thing we do tend to do is... Oh, sorry. No, no, you go, go ahead. Finish what you were saying. Oh, uh, we, the other thing we do is we, we have a questionnaire, a wellbeing questionnaire that they fill out throughout their whole journey of shine and so we can see that tracks a change in how they're feeling about themselves showing their, their increase in confidence and happiness over the over the eight weeks now how do, how do people join uh, the course i mean it might be somebody listening in right now and said you know that would be really good for my daughter or, or my friend's daughter or whatever how, how do they how do they sign up 
Um, so the best thing to do is contact your school or if, if your daughter goes to a youth club or anything like that, speak to them. They can get in contact with us because it's a group of girls. So, um, But, you know, like I said, we, all, we do go into the majority of, of the schools in the, in the local area and we do work with other youth work organisations and charities. So um, speak to them and we will try and pull together and get, get them on board. And, of course, you've got a website, haven't you, that people can check out. Have you, can yeah. you tell us that address? Yeah, it's um, shineproject.org.uk. Um, and if you do go to the contact, you want to ask me a question, just go to in the contact there and I'll get back to you as soon as possible on that. Now, of course, uh, I can see that the boys are going to get very jealous, you know, and think, well, come on, <laughs> in this age of equality, what about us? But you're doing yeah. something about that, aren't you? <laughs> We are, we are. Well, I mean, I think we've noticed that um, really working with one gender alone isn't isn't right. You know, the boys, their their well being and their mental health is is as you know just as important. And they have some very particular struggles going on with them right now. Um, actually, also schools have been saying to us, you know, we're getting more and more young men we're, um, really struggling. So um, we've put together a course called the Thrive Initiative, which is based on Shine's sort of successful model as like an early intervention course and um it but it's tweaked to work for them more it, it's speaking sort of to certain things issues that young men are experiencing um, we do cover things like male stereotypes we've got gym addiction in there we talk about um gaming and the impacts of gaming and then um, being groomed online we also cover things simple things like um anger and aggression and what testosterone, the part testosterone plays in that um and most you know most relevant right now we're talking about um we, we try and build a positive views and attitudes towards women as well throughout the course but um yeah it is a well-being course for boys which we are aiming to roll out in september oh fantastic now one thing i did ask you you mentioned there about the links with schools and youth clubs and so on when when the young people come mm -hmm. do they come from the same school the same youth club you know and and do you have more than one yeah. group running at the same time or yeah we have um on average six six groups running per term um, actually, that's actually going to be increasing as well shortly. Um, but, yeah, so six to seven groups running per term. Um, and then, yeah, they come from their... So they know, either know people or it's within their school setting. So they're, they're comfortable in that environment. It's not as intimidating as going outside of... Um, to a different environment so that's how we do it yeah as you said they've got their friends there and uh, i mean it's hard um, enough to do something for all of us isn't it you know particularly at the beginning but have your friends yeah. some friends there is, is a bit comforting as well how is all of this uh, paid for you know because obviously it would take it would take money to, to produce multiple courses how do you how do you fund it Ah, well, we've got, I mean, we've got some amazing consistent funders that we've had, local, local um, trusts and foundations that have been supporting us for years and have been absolutely amazing. We've also got children in need funding, but uh, we would love uh, anyone here that would like to donate. It's on our website. You can just go to there. Or if any businesses are interested in supporting us, local businesses interested in supporting a local charity, then please um, get in contact with me through my website and, and we can set up something that way. But yeah, we are a non-profit making registered charity so we do rely on individuals and, and schools and everyone to, to donate to us to keep us going. Well, and once again, thank you so much for joining me on the air. Many congratulations because Shine clearly is a very uh, worthwhile and effective project making a real difference to the lives of many young women. And, and great to hear also about the, the boys course Thrive uh, coming 
to a school near you or a youth club near you uh, come <laughs> come September, which is great. And uh, yeah. so uh, I tell you, what, you, you're not twiddling your thumbs, are you, through all of this? Because it, it must be quite a job keeping all the balls in the air. <laughs> It, it definitely is. It definitely is. There's a lot going on at the moment. But, um, you know, I love it. I love my job. So I, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.